Hello, this is Katie and you're listening to episode 43 of Teach On, Teach Strong. If you are new here, welcome. I created this podcast basically out of a need I felt that needed filling and that was to support us teachers in our personal development and life skills to help us be better teachers and have the resilience to stick through the inevitable and rather frequent tough times. <laughs> there are a couple of great podcasts out there to support us as teachers already, and they do offer helpful support, but I'm offering something different that unlike others out there, I'm still teaching full time and I'm still in the trenches like you are. So I totally get what you're going through and I know what struggles you come across every day because I'm still living them too. Although I'm not gonna deny it's quite a feat to create a free podcast for you twice a week whilst I'm teaching full time, I do make an effort to do it for you as I know how important it is for us to learn from fellow teachers who are still practicing teaching as no one quite understands us like we do. So I hope you find this podcast helpful and consider subscribing and bringing along a friend too. Okay, let's get into today's episode then. Ah, problems. Without them, life would be pretty boring. You know, our brains are built for solving problems, so why do we hate them so much? (laughs) And why don't some people trust themselves to be able to solve them on their own? I mean, think about it. How many times do we see people, or even ourselves, run to discuss problems with others immediately, and then we just kind of do what other people suggest, instead of spending time alone with their own thoughts to work out issues on their own? And I used to be in this habit a lot. When I came across a problem at work, I would immediately run to someone for support and to talk it out. But eventually I started dealing with things myself first and sort of, you know, formulating my own ideas before discussing it with others and bouncing ideas around together. But here's the key. The funny thing is, solutions you come up with on your own almost always end up being 100% correct anyway. It's uncanny. (laughs) And we should really trust ourselves more. I mean, ask yourself this. How often do you spend in quiet solitude with your own thoughts? Personally, I'm one of these people who loves being alone (laughs) and letting my mind wander. Peace and quiet, I suppose, is such a rare occurrence as a teacher. So any moment of solitude I get, I absolutely cherish it. I know not everyone's like that, though. Some people are desperate not to be left alone with their thoughts, that they distract their mind by either finding people to talk to or watching TV, listening to music, etc. Anything that avoids quiet thinking time. And they might not think anything of that, but then, hey, this podcast is here to help us improve our efficiency and skills. So this is an important message to consider if you haven't done so before. So in order to solve any problem as a teacher and in life, We need to be able to think about our problems in order to come up with solutions, right? So here's something that you can try out over the next week and let me know how you get on with it. And you can email me at katieatteachersresourceforce.com anytime. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, here we go. I challenge you to give yourself quiet solitude of thinking time every single day for at least 30 minutes. Ah, now I can already hear some of you immediately jumping on the excuse wagon, scoffing at me saying, that's impossible. (laughs) But no matter how busy we are, we can all find 
half an hour of solitude every day. All we need to do is get creative. I bet if you had quiet thinking time now, you could probably find some ways to make it work. So if you're able, let's do an experiment. Pause this podcast for, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. And you tell me that you can come up with some ways that you could find solitude in a day. Give it a go now. Go on. I'll give you a chance to pause. Okay. If you paused it, did it work? Here are some of my ideas for you. Okay. Yes. Look, there's no question that finding time during the school day to do this is very unreliable as no two days are the same and it's always go, 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 go. But let's get creative here. Look at your schedule and your routine and see what you can make happen. Maybe you can create solitude first thing in the morning. Instead of distracting your mind with noise from YouTube, Netflix or the news, have your breakfast in peace and quiet and just think. Maybe you can take a nice long shower or a bath. Maybe you have a commute to work. So instead of blaring music, take some time to just think. Side note here, high five to my long distance commuters, by the way. My long ass commute that used to absolutely drain me and I hated it has now actually become my greatest asset for thinking time. See, just with a bit of creativity, I've managed to turn it around. Or maybe you can use the 30 minutes before you go to sleep or when you're waking up in the morning to think. Either way, find a way to make an effort to find at least 30 to 60 minutes every day for solitude, no distractions, just your thoughts. And you'll see how you can find the answer to any problem. Right, there are two different ways of thinking that you can do. Okay, we've got directed thinking and undirected thinking. So directed thinking is for when you have a specific problem that you are facing and dealing with. Okay, so if you want to do this type of thinking, directed thinking, don't force anything. But just spend time thinking about the problem on your mind and your brain will study it and come up with a solution for you. Okay, it might not happen on the first day. Or maybe will happen in a few minutes. Take as much or as little time as you need in directed thinking on a problem and let your brain come up with lots of solutions and work it out. It will do it. That's what it's made to do, okay? Now, undirected thinking is much more free thinking. And this is what I often find myself doing, especially on my commute to school. I honestly can't remember the last time I played music in my car. I tend to like doing this um, undirected thinking. And all you do with this one is you just let your mind wander around and select what it wants to think about. Now, you might come across solutions that probe developing questions such as, you know, what can I do to improve this? Or how can I be better at this? Which is outstanding for self-evaluation and self-improvement anyway. So the things that you may not have considered that you are able to now reflect on because you've given your brain that quiet time, okay? And really to make an impact, make sure you then act on anything that you discover that you think has value, okay? So, that's how you find the answer to any problem. You had it all along. Hand it over to your brain. That's what it was designed to do. Solve problems, okay? But in order for your brain to be able to do this, it needs one thing. Absolute quiet solitude. That's uninterrupted peace and quiet for at least 30 minutes a day okay so make an effort to give it what it needs so that you can be your best and solve any problem trust yourself you know more than you think you do teach on teach strong guys bye